time it is you stumbled onto that alternative address on the internet the corner of 808 street west and 16th avenue where you're guaranteed to find a hustler or two with me your weekly personal selector the alchemist back for another solid 45 minutes of 100 unadulterated bars and content so if you're tuning in for the first time or you're back for another dose welcome to episode two which i have aptly titled a hip-hop her story it sounds a little like an opera and if anyone is writing it then i'm here for it bro you already have your first reader and as such i feel like i am important enough to advise you to turn it into a movie and release the soundtrack with immediate effect because i legit feel like compiling this week's episode was like playing a video game or something you know in which i accidentally stumbled upon a hidden level fight the ultimate boss to unlock the best playlist ever you guys literally have no idea how close i am to never listening to another man's music ever again like <laughs> and that's on the real too the homies the ninjas uh y'all are gonna have to convince me to play your music on next week's show and it's gonna have to be a heated debate too you know if you feel me because the ladies are flames like the women featured on today's show are tough without being aggressive or violent they're dripping swag without being flashy all the while making it sound so easy and that takes some mad skill man and that is however not to say and i hope that no one takes this in the wrong way that the gents are not representing on the microphone no i'm just excited to be alive in a time in which women in hip-hop are making bold statements and creating arts in direct response to the environment uh from which the art is born you know i think womanhood and music is such a different perspective and the product of that artistry translates to the ears as a parallel storyline to the one that we're used to but for various reasons and quite unfortunately it doesn't get as much attention a and b and translates to the ear as purpose as resilience and just some dope as music i am genuinely blown away like genuinely i feel like i'm going on about it a little here but just the quality of music i've been finding in the country and i don't know why because last week i was already hot because i couldn't handle the bars you know this week i feel like i've gone to the opposite extreme and i'm that meme of that guy sitting in the ocean fully clothed drinking a beer bruh <laughs> Have you guys ever seen that meme? And the caption reads something like, I don't know what this guy is going through, but I'm sure a woman is involved. Well, let me tell you, today's episode is all about confirming that fact and changing perspectives, really, on what it means to be a female rapper in a male-dominated market while attempting to frame some of what I think are the most pertinent issues that female rappers are facing in today's industry. 
issues such as the stereotyping of female artists, the media's portrayal of said artists, and how that leads to a double standard in the industry. And in the final third of the show, we attempt to tackle the issues of recognition, or maybe the lack thereof, and what that means for the community as a whole. So much more than that, however. Uh, this episode is about how female voices inject a genuine alternative story told from their own unapologetic and unf unfiltered perspectives. The best thing that I think I can confirm that has come out of this, which I have also attempted to capture in today's music selection, is the variety in musicality and sound. And while we're on the subject of confirming facts, you know, let me just do this. I can happily confirm that a female rapper has agreed to give me an interview. And this is probably the most exciting development of my week. Like, I am actively trying to contain my chestless self from revealing her identity or talking about it too much for the moment. You're going to have to stick around to the end of the episode for those details. I will, however, you know, to be kind, tell you that one of her songs is featured on the show. So if you'd like, you can try to guess who she is from the music selection. And I will also tell you that we are set to meet on the 23rd of this month which is only a matter of days away uh, to commence our capture of this unfolding hip-hop, her story. Uh, so excited. And uh, while I was doing it, actually, I was wondering, or rather I wondered while compiling the show, how accurate I could make this episode or the greater conversation about female rappers without speaking to someone who may or may not be experiencing some of the issues discussed in today's episode. You know, the truth is that it would be pretty inaccurate, like, had I not spoken to anyone, because it would all pretty much be coming from my head, right? <laughs> but anyway, all those details will be up on our Facebook page in coming days, so if you're interested in delving a little deeper on topics explored in this podcast, or if you'd like some exclusive updates in relation to the interview and the shoot, make sure you hit that up. But in the interest of moving our conversation along, I have a confession to make. And, a, and an apology to give, you know. Last week, in what I can now only term a temporary lapse of concentration, you know, and that's what I'm going to call it. I forgot to mention the fact that 808 and 16th Avenue is spelled out and not input numerically. I won't lie, though. Like, I feel like Facebook did me a little dirty here, bruh. I imagine have, having to sign into the account every other day, bro. <laughs> I genuinely apologize for forgetting to mention that though, especially seeing as I have to sign into the bleeding account every other day. I mean, <laughs> how do I even forget, you know? <laughs> the only way I can explain it really is that I, I had the case of the first episode brain farts, you know, a lot was going on and my, and my brain just had to, you know, let some air go or something. <laughs> so I do apologize. And just to clarify what I mean by spelled out, I mean that eight is actually the word eight. So E-I-G-H-T instead of the number eight. The same applies to 16th. Half the rule, that is the block you're on. You want to know, right? And half the reason I'm hanging out here is the music. I feel like I've been gassing it up, you know, since the beginning of the show. But I get so excited because I'm the keeper of the bars, right? And I know just how much gas this music needs. So you know what, actually? Let's get into it. Listen to this. Enjoy. Because on the other side of the music break, we unravel the bars. Let's get it. <laughs> Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey. <laughs>
Tommy Tanza Kushla Mola, Logman Mon. Log me Sukamita, Emba, Angar Kon. I pray for the Spirit, Son, and Holy God. I just wanna live my life like Joma So. I've been at the stick on that until I'm done. I've been at the stick all night, until I'm done. I just sacrifice my life so I can ball. Then I gotta live my life like you're my son. Oh my, oh my, want it all. Until I'm done, break the law, pop it off. Until I'm done, can never fall, not at all. Until I'm done, want it all, want it all. I pray you let me live my life like you're my son. Producers are going on those beats, man. And how compatible those ladies are to that hard sound. There is nothing but justice. Nothing but justice is done by their flow and their interpretation of the beat. We had Kanye Mavi kick off the show with Pumaba, ripping Spaza hard even, for which I'm totally here for. And following hard on her heels was Faith K featuring PH with Champ. 
what I love so much about these two songs is that the, is the strong local sound that they bring to an international genre. It's almost as if before you hear their vocals, the song could be from anywhere in the world. And when they drop, you just know where you are immediately, you know? And if you don't know, you're on the corner of 808 and 16th on the Hustlers Corner where we move bars like contraband. Guys, I'd absolutely love to know what you think of the music and the content. Hit me up on Facebook and stay tuned for the meat and potatoes of this show because in a few minutes we'll be unraveling some of the most important issues facing female rappers in the industry. But before I get into that, I'd like to take a moment, you know, to show some love here. Just a positive note in the show, you know, to those of you who have been showing me love on the Facebook page, I'd like to take a moment to thank you and everyone who has liked, shared, or just generally interacted with the subject matter. A double dose of love to you if you also listen to the podcast. I appreciate you guys so much. And all I can really do right now is to encourage you to keep your eyes locked on the page for more updates and to keep interacting with us please we appreciate it now that i've said that let me get straight into today's episode it's an interesting topic that i personally believe is worthy of a conversation as i've already mentioned it's titled the hip-hop her story and that in this third of the episode we would be discussing how women in hip-hop are represented in the media and how that representation leads not only to just stereotypes but to double standards in the industry as well you know it's kind of illustrate what i'm saying what i'm talking about take a moment to think about the main actors in rap videos it's usually a bunch of guys, right? And then take a minute now to think about the women that appear in those rap videos and what they're usually doing. I don't even think that this is entirely surprising, seeing as, according to Janard Jameson, historically men appear to listen to rap music more than women. However, it is slightly surprising that these perspectives have not evolved with the genre over time. But then again, you know, I'm, I'm kind of going back and forth devil's advocate here. You know, I'm trying to present uh, as balanced an argument as possible. And just to say, but then again, it is also not entirely surprising because of the subject matter of the music. The You Discover team we have a great article on this very subject uh, that you will find linked on the Facebook page if you'd like to read that. They capture it quite well by saying that hip hop is a boys club and braggadocious lyrics about violence, sex, swagger and masculinity reign in a space where women, in most cases, are cast as either conquests or a faceless Greek chorus, their own stories largely ignored. So what we find here is a case in which women in rap are constantly portrayed in music videos as half-dressed, booty-hopping objects of sexual desire. <laughs> Sorry, I never thought I'd ever use the word booty-hopping in a sentence. <laughs> ever in my life. <laughs> this is horrible. This is a serious conversation. Anyway, booty-hopping objects of sexual desire and then simultaneously represented in the rap lyrics as disposable, replaceable, promiscuous, lying, hoes. I mean, I could go on, but I'll stop here because you get the point, you know. It is easy to imagine after this illustration how difficult it then becomes to be both a woman and a rapper, which is quite sad considering that female rappers have always been part of the genre's lineage. 
you know. Janelle Jameson adds onto this conversation by saying that as history shows, female rappers who fit the stereotype of video vixen receive more mainstream attention. The media emphasizes certain visual aesthetics over others. BET Digital Music Director Sorry, editor Diamond Hillier says that the long-time objectification and depreciation of women in rap led to male rappers being unchallenged within these spaces. What that has created are certain standards that female musicians are told to abide by in order to gain acceptance through the eyes of male fans and industry power brokers. They have to be creative, knowledgeable, and skilled at their craft, and yet their male counterparts don't have to adhere to similar strict criteria to gain attention. All of this is based on appearance, which is is kind of crazy, you know. And the men who don't understand this or this point of view or this argument just kind of try to think about how similar all of this is to racism, right? I'm not saying it is exactly like racism. I am just saying that this is something that is very similar to racism in that someone could oppress you based on the way that you look, you know. Uh, this reminds me of a rapper from back in the 80s called Money Love who knew just how one's appearance could dictate how your skill is defined and then valued. She was an absolutely beautiful woman, you know, and she still is. But at the time that she broke into rap in the 80s, men were more interested in dating her than they were in her skill. So interested were these guys that Money Love decided to shave her head bold. She started taping down her breasts and started wearing baggy clothes so that when she went into ciphers, people would actually listen to her lyrics instead of dismissing her skill, you know, for her looks. Kathy Landoli wrote a book about women in hip hop in the you know, about uh, female rappers in the 80s got the chance to interview Money Love and she says that she's probably one of the most inspiring female artists that she's had the pleasure to meet. And that's due to the fact that she had to strip herself of certain aspects of her identity in the interest of being lyrics forward. You know, the main problem is not that the past was like this. The main problem is what Janar Jameson rightly identifies as 40 years later and the same dilemma still exists for rappers. For female rappers, rather, let me say. The dilemma, which I'd like to summarize onto two main headings, you know, the first being appearance and how that lays the foundation for how a female rapper is accepted into the industry. And secondly, which is really a trickle-down effect of the, of the first heading, is how that appearance is taken and stereotypes around the artists are formed. These stereotypes lay the foundation then uh, for how a female artist's music is received and they, the appearance sets a standards, a standard to how good the music is. You know, uh, it's crazy, man. To illustrate one more time how crazy this is, consider how many female artists are unfairly stripped of the title rapper and are considered as R&B artists instead. You know, but then on the flip side, you get rappers like Juice World, who will sing an entire song, yet he gets to keep the title or rapper. Or another simple illustration, consider how Rick Ross, at the height of his career, was probably the biggest male artist of the time. And when I say biggest, I'm talking about physically here, you know. And yet he did not suffer any abuse or any s s sort of like backlash due to that fact. 
you know. In fact, this is this is really quite a difficult argument, you know, because hip hop is the result of storytelling and wanting to draw attention to the environment out of which these stories are born. So male artists may genuinely feel like they are telling stories from their own perspective. However, in a culture in which violence and abuse against women are on the rise, what is the value of these stories and who do they benefit? You know, and what's more, what does that say about hip hop culture as a whole? If women are not getting their recognition they deserve, I am a positive person though, you know, and I'd like to think that there are solutions to every problem. It just requires all of us to change the way we look at things. And after this music break, we will definitely discuss the last few questions that I posed and to see if we can find a way forward. You are on the corner of 808 and 16th with me, The Alchemist. I do hope you're enjoying the show and the music. Keep it locked and stay tuned because after this, we unravel the hustle. Let's get it, man. They say a man make a plan, white black man die by the gun. They say a man make a plan, white black man die by the gun. R.I.P. to the young Kali's, L.U.V. to the ones who live. I mean it, I mean it. R.I.P. to the young Kali's, L.U.V. to the ones who live. I mean it, I mean it. Work. Dependence is full of perjury. It takes time to realize you've been a gold mine this whole time. Just to figure out the purpose of your inner soldier. inner soldier Just to realize you got Africa on your shoulders Put the trust in the process, put the love in the moment Ain't no love and no hurt, get the love you deserve Give God the most, and remember you chose And remember you chose They say a man make a plan, white black man die by the gun They say a man make a plan, white black man die by the gun the young Kali's, L.U.V. to the ones who live, I mean it, I mean it. R.I.P. to the young Kali's, L.U.V. to the ones who live, I mean it, I mean it.
avoid having favorites on the show but those last two songs they could easily make it onto my favorites list you know it's something about the smoothness of the sound it's the catchiness of the songs and how i can totally imagine myself on a road trip straight up bumping them you know first up we had lolly the illest with by the gun and after her was patty monroe with whiskey sours 
which is one of my favorite cocktails. And with the weather being so beautiful lately, I'm looking forward to having one while I listen to this playlist, man. These two ladies have been busy the past few years, and it's not difficult to imagine. Seeing as from about 2018 onwards, the the genre of rap has been dominated by women, not just locally, but internationally as well. This is actually a big part of the reason that I decided to do this show. On the other side, it's also because we have a problem in the world with abuse against women and GBV. You know, it's also out of an understanding that nothing happens in isolation. And the best way to solve a problem is to reduce it to its most basic parts. Brianna Younger, who is a music journalist, echoes my sentiments by saying that hip hop is a mirror reflecting and often magnifying larger cultural failings. So if we want to talk about hip hop and attempting to solve the problems that exist in the genre, we almost have to take it back to where to start, where it started, right? Back in the 80s and, and kind of investigate the conditions that led to its existence. I will not, however, go into extensive details here because my docuseries is an attempt to capture current unfolding history, but rather I'll paint a loose picture about what was happening at the time. In South Africa, we were still feeling the effects and facing the realities of apartheid and the, of apartheid, of apartheid as well. And the music reflected that. Uh, groups such as Prophets of the City and female rap groups such as Godessa were very conscious rappers, often weaving the difficulties of apartheid into the lyrics. In the United States, however, it was slightly different in that the civil rights movement was over, but black people were still treated as second-rate citizens, and issues such as police brutality, racism, and poverty often crept into the subject matter of early rap pioneers. What we can all agree, agree on is that during this time, black people were targeted. Whatever happened to a black man directly affected a black woman, whether that woman was a sister, a mother, a girlfriend, etc. So it is not entirely clear to see how or where the disconnect between female and male rappers came about. It seems a little more accurate to say that it may be due to trauma caused to our collective psyche as a community as a race, which Kathy Landoli describes in her book God Save the Queens as a larger and cultural context behind the history and ongoing obstacles that our favorite rappers have been dealing with for decades. So basically in a nutshell, uh, Kathy is saying that the community has had issues in the past and because the community has issues, it becomes difficult for the culture not to have issues. And if the culture has issues, it becomes extremely difficult for the industry not to face some issues because nothing is left out of this argument including and especially reaching into the corporate side which Kirk Murphy another music journalist describe, describes in the following way he says men have more often than not led labels and businesses in the genre hip-hop's head honchos have control over who receives publicity and financial backing, leaving many female MCs excluded in order to push their more relatable male counterparts. He continues to say that it's a misogynistic way of writing hip-hop history. Casey Orcutt sort of puts into perspective why women dominating the charts and the genre in the past few years is just impact 
to be felt, just impact, nothing more. Because according to him, the music has not been equally preserved, elevated and honored in the same manner as the men, se- as the men celebrated for shaping the culture. Our good friend Janar Jameson, who's a music journalist for the BBC, echoes this by stating that despite great strides, women are consistently left out of the conversation when it comes to ranking the best of the genre. At this point, I feel like I have gone full circle, man, because I find myself asking the same questions that I asked before the music break. If we agree that hip-hop is born out of storytelling, who do the stories that are currently being told about women in the genre of rap benefit? If those stories don't benefit the women in the industry because only a particular type of woman is backed, then what is the value of those stories? What's more, what does the music say about hip-hop as a culture, as a whole? If women are not getting the recognition for their efforts, you know, man, this is such an interesting conversation. I'd absolutely love to hear some of your thoughts around this. And I personally can't wait to hear it, as the saying goes, straight from the horse's mouth in the upcoming interview I mentioned in the first third of the show. I did also mention in the previous third how I was a positive person who likes to find solutions to problems. A potential solution is in God Save the Queens by Kathy Lindoli. It really is a great book because the main focus of the book is not how criminally sidelined and slept on women are, but it instead focuses on the fact that female rappers should not have to tone down their image or shy away from their sexiness. She says that for the first time, women are rediscovering the emancipation of experience, of our bodies, our histories, and our expectations in a way that's fun and meaningful to us. In many ways, this can also be the listening experience of men with whom we share more similarities with than they realize. Another potential solution comes from Janar Jameson, who says, ultimately, the mindset of bands, artists, and decision makers may be the most challenging stumbling block in the way of allowing women to be celebrated in the spaces they fought so hard to be part of. And I absolutely love that because it goes back to the point that I mentioned at the beginning of this episode that solutions exist as long as we are willing to change the way we look at and approach things. Part of the reason is also not being exposed to the music and maybe not knowing where to find it, but it is equally as important to think about the content that we consume and how that impacts the way we see the world because we are part of a larger society, you know. Oh, now that I've gotten to this point, I was kind of hoping that this discussion wouldn't end, to be honest, so that I could keep my secret a little longer. But alas, now is the time to reveal the mystery guest who has been kind enough to agree to speak with me and to share some insights on womanhood and rapping and basically some insights on her journey in this industry. She is none other than Miss Lolly the Illest. The voice behind the jazzy and very catchy by the gun. As I mentioned earlier on in the episode, I will be meeting with her on the 23rd. And soon thereafter, we will be capturing her story. I am so excited. And I've never been so excited to share links in my life, bro. (laughs) Links to our YouTube channel. Links to Lolly's socials and music pages, you know. So you guys get the chance to see what she's about firsthand. And actually, she's just released a behind-the-scenes sneak peek for her music video Dawn Dada 
All of that will be linked on the 808 and 16th Facebook page real soon. So make sure you check it out so you don't miss any of that content. I will also be posting links that will lead you to the reading I am doing around next week's topic, which goes back to the soul of the show, which is embodied in the hustler spirit. You know what I'm saying? We will be discussing the four types of contracts that every recording artist should know about and the advantages and disadvantages of each contract. So if you're an artist just trying to make your way in the industry and learn a little bit about the business while you practice your art, tune in next week and I'll give you a breakdown, man. But for now, let me say hasta luego and let the bars play out the rest of this episode, man. I've got Indigo Stella up first with Boss Up, followed by Miss Super with Hearsay. And just because I would never have forgiven my had I left her out we've gotten Yoda Parker with high like putting a stamp on the show putting a stamp you know just to end it on a high note just listen to the variety guys in sound and musicality let me know hit me up on the socials get in touch with me let's have a conversation but for now you've been on the corner of 808 and 16th Boss up, nigga, boss up. I only rock up with the cost up. That nigga too soft, gotta tough up. I make the car strip to the top up. In the name, name in the past months. Now she doing big things and they all touched. Hey, plan on going big with no plan, nigga, shit. If you stand, better be because I walked up. Yeah. Niggas do the most with the hate, yeah, yeah. Keep it to the finger, nigga, lame man. I've been grinding away before the fame, yeah. And I don't like the film, so I don't anger. My mom's got a problem with the rap thing. My pops feeling guilty because he sang, man. So out of all the fam, he the one you should blame for the thing that I bring to the game, man. Yeah. Real niggas stay up in the lanes, fam. I left some niggas back, they delayed, fam. Yeah. Some dude last year told me off because he wanted bucks from me. Now he still be trying to ring me. Yeah. How those niggas still be trying to ring me? Yeah. How you niggas still be trying to ring me? Yeah. My brother said I'm too nice, people take advantage of me. I said no, I'm asking all you fake niggas, huh? Boss up, nigga, boss up. I only rock up with the cost up. That nigga too soft, gotta tough up. I make the car strip to the top off. Indie name lame in the past months. Now she doing big things and they all touched. Hey, plan on going big with no plan, nigga, shit. If you stand, better be because I walked up. Yeah, I had a boss up, nigga, boss up. I only rock up with the cost up. That nigga too soft, gotta tough up. I make the car strip to the top off. Indie name lame in the past months. Now she doing big things and they all touched. Hey, plan on going big with no plan, nigga, shit. If you stand, better be because I walked up. Mother flipping game And everything's nice when you're Not the one that people finna Hey, I had a boss up, nigga The truth is, everybody want the clout now So I'm God, nigga I'm going bow, nigga I'm going dumb, nigga I can't slack in for sure I can't stop, nigga I had a nigga, boss up I only rock up the cost up That nigga too soft, gotta tough up I make the car strip top off Name, name in the past months Now she doing big things and they all touch Hey, plan on going big with no plan, nigga, shit If you stand, better be because I walked up I had a boss up, nigga, boss up I only rock up with the cost up That nigga too soft, gotta tough up I make the car strip the top off Indie name, name in the past months Now she doing big things and they all touch Hey, plan on going big with no plan, nigga, shit If you stand, better be because I walked up Ahead of my time I did on my own
When I talk, he say he love it when I walk away with my sachet. I birthed two kids and he still call me baby. Man, who gives him the right? And see, I ain't trying to fight. Brother, look here, I be owning. Is it wrong to bring me to your side? Beginning boys like you since I was 13. Ripping it, bucking these racks like I was protein. The innocent level that I can't reach. One through the shit and I do wearing high heels. Call me bitch, yeah. Pit bull, yeah. Fuck me, yeah. Bite grip, yeah. Ready when I start fights, domesticate me, just try your get chopped. She's dope. Okay, she's cool though. I heard she kills on the mic, she's good. I heard she punches the mic like bike. Huh? Bring your chick, she gonna make a turn dyke. He said, she said what? She said, he said who? She said, he said what? He said, she said who? Nigga won't dumb down I see your decline I'm the pound now I'm the shit now You ain't shit wow. wow Never been But your ego got your full clown Always run your mouth That's silly Always to me That's stupid Can you be the head That's silly I'm the neck Got you popping your head That's winning I'm always elevating Taking my sisters with me But dude antagonistic Women protagonistic You think the shit rehearsal Was wrong before you heard this And I won't close the curtain I need you to be certain Look up at the sun It's shining bright These niggas like my sons I gave them life Come now Sit down Show some respect Clap hands when I, I come around I heard she's dope I heard she cool I heard she kills on the mic She's good I heard she punches the mic Like a bike hmm? Bring your chick She gonna make a turn She kills on the mic, she's rude. I heard she punched through the mic like Mike. Hmm? Bring your chick, she gon' make a turn dyke. He said, she said what? She said, he said who? She said, he said what? She, 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 she's that super califragilisticexpialidocious. Ain't no mind if they don't fall, but sip in that mimosa. Click that, snap that, need a thousand likes if you post that. Get the party started on the six pack. Making money now, not a throwback. But let me tell you again, right? Let me tell you one thing. Like, I was trying to name this Prima Donna. Like, this was supposed to be called the Prima Donna EP. But with everything that's going on with the Ronas and everything that's going on with just the society, and it's just, it's bad, you know? And how Prima Donna of me to drop a Prima Donna in the middle of all this. So now I had to, like, go back to the drawing board. And I'm thinking, like... Yeah, man, maybe I can call it Coco Greens, you know, maybe I could call it like, you know, Coronas or social distancing. But it's like, yeah, why would you? It's like those names that are going to come out from kids that are born in December and Jan, you know. So I had to change like my approach. And then I was like, you know, change from Prima Donna the EP to what? And I thought the perfect way is distanced the EP means so much more but yeah that's the that's the concept Taste. 
taster of a high space, nothing can equate to. I'ma activate, not just educate ya. I forgot to create it, I just gotta thank ya. I've been advocating for what you've been compromising for, and I've been actualizing goals where you can't correlate your thoughts. Though it's tantalizing, I can reassure you it's a bore. Having to suppress and be addressed as what you're dressing up for. Speak your mind or your silence misleads the blind. Leave the boxes that they design or the boxes they had you sign for. Though they may wait for me to blow, you ain't never seen me grow. Nah, why did you ever think that I'ma show you how I glow? But I'ma show you anyway, that's in my character. No, I'm not an actor, better know that I'm the narrator. Quit being a spectator, but don't pick up the script. I'd rather get you a role, don't let them tell you what fits. Don't let them get in your dome on your soul, they will not trip. Uh, coming from a leader of the proud Gen Z. Whoops. I'll find a way It ain't common to find forever But it's just the game They say, come close, I'ma testify Cause I got that dream six sense And retrospect for life And yes, I know I'm young But it goes on and on Didn't you know I'm blessed, not lucky No, four-leaf clover, honey But dude told me while sipping on green tea No green eyes, there's no time for that I'm in my apple tree Been out of my mind Just in time for the times I got that rim shot I know we got that next life Time, but enough of that If you don't research, you're out of whack It's hard to attack somebody who's ignorant But it makes it easier if they willingly not listening It's like talking to a war where it's cement It's like their sentiment uh. so, so, so. 